This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Dan, and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Eric and Matt versus Benchwarmer Scott and returning player and head coach, Chris Shen. Welcome back to the bench, Chris. Why don't you uh, take a minute and remind us of where you're from, the teams you root for, and anything else you want to share. Thanks, Dan. Um, I'm from Worcester, Massachusetts, which is about 20 miles from Boston, and I am a fan of all the Boston teams and the Ohio State University. I am a season ticket holder for the Patriots, um, and you know, I guess that I guess that's it. That that is not it. You're also Eric E. the Kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, how are you doing? And why don't you give us your team name? I'm doing well now that I, you know, remember that I'm teaming with Chris, who is the Eric Killer. Uh, so this this might be my chance here. Uh, you know, for those of you who either haven't listened or, or can't quite recall, uh, Chris has bested Eric twice, once as an opposing player and once as a host. And uh, since Eric is on the opposing team tonight, I'm hoping that that trend continues. Uh, and in lieu of last time Chris and I teamed up, we're just going to run it back and go with the same team name of Larry and Magic. All right, Larry and Magic. Sounds good. Eric, how's it going? So I'm fine. No, I did have uh, a dad epiphany today, which I it, it hit me. Um, so I've now been a dad for what, like five years. And I like to buy things that I like and keep them in the house. So whether it be like snacks or whatever, and either the kids eat it, my wife eats it, and it's not, I don't get to touch it at all. So then I was thinking, I'm like, I just have to start buying stuff that they don't like. And then it hit me. My dad did that. It has to be. He would have like buckets of black licorice. He would have all this nasty stuff in the house. So I'm like, <laughs> my tastes now have to change just so I can have it. Because right now I have nothing. And my son opened my pop figure today. So now I have an open Shaquille O'Neal pop figure. Mm. A little upset. All right, Matt. Yeah, I, I came to that epiphany. Well, no, I didn't. I came to the first part of that epiphany uh, the other day also because since we moved into the new house, I have purchased those um, the Cheetos puffy ones, you know, uh, little chips probably about five times in the last two and a half months. And I don't think I've maybe eaten like one handful in those in that time frame. Right. So the other day when my daughter begged me to go to the store because she always wants to get a coffee drink. So we went to go to the store and I got, grabbed one. I uh, hit him in the garage so that nobody would find him. So today I come up from lunch and from my little pit down here in my basement and come up for lunch and my my uh, cheats puffs are on the uh, counter. My wife goes, I found your secret stash out in the garage. <laughs> Matt, your problem is your kids are too old for the, the, the tricks. Yeah, they are. They're almost 13 years old. They don't fall for that crap. You know anymore. what works? Say... Hey, that's mine. I want these for myself. Can you please not eat them? No, that doesn't work with an autistic 12-year-old kid. <laughs> doesn't work with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, and all of that has had nothing to do in any way, shape, or form. Oh, and I'm excited today that my, uh, that uh, Bayern won earlier today. Um, but our team name today is going to be Pedal to the Metal. Well, last time we had a nice lead against these two. And we got a little cute. We could we eased up this time. I'm not going to make that mistake. We got to go for the jugular. 
Yeah, our, our betting at the end was just enough to just win if we got all of them right, and I screwed one up. So, And I have a feeling that's not going to happen tonight, right? Heck no. We'll see. All right. If they have the lead. Oh, <laughs> thrown down. Let's kick it on over to me for the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench warmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. It's time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Today's tailgate is mascots edition. I'm going to give you a league and a mascot name. You need to tell me which team it is the mascot for. Question number one, NFL, T-Rack. So we're going to check it. All right, Pedal of the Metals checked in. Larry and Magic, what you got? Not much. Yeah, we're struggling with this one. Yeah, that, as soon as he said mascots, it's, it's mascots, it's not my thing. Um, and then he throws out T-Rack, which sounds like T-Rex, which reminds me of, a, which makes me think of a dinosaur, but I don't know of any dinosaur teams in the NFL. I mean, I, I have no idea what the letters stand for. Right. What NFL teams, you know, cities start with anything, start with a T other than like Tampa Bay. Tennessee, but no, no clue. Just pick a team, any team, not the Patriots. Yeah, well, I, I say we go with the, the Titans. I mean, that was your first inclination. I mean, I, I just literally was set it for alliteration. T-Rack, the Titan sounds cool. Yeah. I'd dig it, I guess, if I was like, you know, six. So I, I, we're just going to check in with the Tennessee Titans. Pedal to the metal. What did you say? So Matt sent to me, he thought it was the Vikings because they have apparently have, they have multiple mascots. Yeah, the Vikings have their, like you did characterize it, their homeless looking guy. That... I was going to say, I thought it was just some dude that just showed up at a, from a bar. That was their mascot. That, well, that's what he looks like. Guy, but they fired him like about three oh, years ago. It was a whole day right. hullabaloo. Yeah, that was Ragnar. Ragnar, yeah. <laughs> then they had a, uh, they had a, a, a like a, Tyrannosaurus Rex looking character. That would be Vicodonus Rex. There you go. So I originally said that. But I I know I know Tennessee has a raccoon mascot. No idea what his name was, but T and Raccoon to put together would be T-Rex. So we went with Tennessee. Both teams getting their points. (laughs) The answer is the Tennessee Titans. It is a raccoon. It's a kind of a bluish and grayish raccoon, and his name is T-Rack. This has the makings of some magic here, Chris. <laughs> Question number two, Major League Baseball, slugger. All right, we're, we're checked in. All right. Um, Larry and Magic have checked in. Pedal to the metal. What you got? Well, him saying that gur at the end makes me think it's got to be some sort of cat, some sort of like a, like the Tigers or... Okay. What other, what other, base, what other cats are there? Uh, I'm trying to picture who would be a cat. Are there any other teams that have cats as mascots? There's... Or not mascots, but just of team names. Tigers and... 
Oh, I mean the bear, uh, the cubs, right? It could be the cubs. Gur would be something a cub would say. Here's 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 my logic on it. Is I don't think it's going to be that obvious. Okay, so the you so you're saying we should just randomly pick one team. Basically. So we have a one in thirty chance. No, because I don't want to use any of the cat ones. So we have a one in. Oh, we know it's not the twins, and we know it's not the White Sox. Does the White Sox have a max mascot? Yes, it's Southpaw. Okay, I don't know that. I don't know. Let's whatever. Let's go with the uh, Cleveland baseball team. I don't know. Okay. And uh, Larry and Magic, what did you say? Uh, we checked in with the uh, Tigers. Neither team getting points this time. Um, it is a cat, but the team's not named after it. It's a lion. The Royals. Which would be the king oh. of the jungle, the Royals. That makes sense, yeah. I totally forgot they had a freaking lion mascot. That's right, yep. All right, question number three. The NHL. Yuppie. We can check in. <laughs> I figured that was coming. <laughs> I was going to say that before the round started. I'm like, come on, Yuppie. <laughs> All right, so we can talk it out? Yes, do. Okay, so I was going to ask for the, the spelling. Now that I see it, it, it doesn't change my – I don't know. So here's my thinking is I'm pretty sure that Yuppie was the mascot of the Expos and or the Olympics when they were in Montreal. So I think it might be the Canadians. I, I like your logic. And if it jumped in your head right away, let's do it. Yeah, we're going to uh, eat some UP poutine and, and that's uh, Montreal Canadiens. And uh, Eric, what did you say? So UP is actually um, French for yippee. Um, and it is the Montreal Canadiens. And yeah, both teams will be getting points because the answer is Montreal Canadiens. Yippee. No, UP. Now, now, was Yuppie with the Expos? Was he with the Expos? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Yuppie was with the Expos. He's, a, he's all things Montreal. Heading into the first quarter, we have a score of Pedal to the Metal with 20 and Larry and Magic also with 20. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmerstp. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be Sporting Haikus. Sporting Haikus. For this quarter, there will be five questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 20 points. Question number one. X Games gold six times. One half pipe gold in Pyeongchang. Jellyfish unmasked. All right, we're, we're checked in. Metal of the Metal is checked in. Larry and Magic can talk it out. So Chris and I are talking here. I'm trying to attack it from the Jellyfish Unmasked line. Uh, presumably the Masked Singer, possibly the Masked Dancer, but... Pyeongchang, was that was that the most recent Winter Olympics? That sounds right, and that makes sense with my, my thought of Chloe Kim, because she was definitely on the past season. She made it really far, actually. Yeah. A Masked Singer, and if that's the most recent one, then she would have been there. You don't remember if she was a jellyfish? There was a jellyfish on it, and she was on it. But I don't remember if she was the jellyfish. 
I think we just go with Chloe Kim. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're going to check in with Chloe Kim. Pedal to the metal. What did you say? I hate myself because um, I never even thought that it might be a woman. <laughs> no. <laughs> so we said Sean White. One team getting points. The answer is Chloe Kim. Chloe Kim was the jellyfish on uh, Masked Singer. She did, and she made it very far. She's got a very good voice. Surprisingly. So here's the lead. So Eric's sweating. Eating black licorice. I feel like there's going to be a lot of women <laughs> questions. <today. laughs> he did say this wasn't a game for you. Question number two. Three Grand Slam titles wore Black Lives Matter face masks. U.S. Open booze. And that's booze, B-O-O-S, not B-O-O-Z-E. Yeah, go for it. All right, we can check in. Larry and Magic have checked in. Pedal to the metal, you can talk it out. You think this is a golfer or a tennis player? I think this is tennis. You think it is tennis? Mm-hmm. More than likely, it would have been this last year, right? Hmm. There's that girl. <laughs> uh, this isn't, isn't going to go well today. All right. Um, it's a girl tennis player. I remember there. I think she wore like a bunch of different masks, like each one. I can't think of her name. Holy crap. Are you thinking of that? The girl who beat that uh, uh, Osaka. Yes. Thank you. Naomi Osaka. That's her. There you go. I don't know if she won Grand Slams or whatever, but I know she had a bunch of Black Lives Matter masks. Well, I know she won one Grand Slam because she beat uh, uh, Serena, I think, at the U.S. Open a couple, like either Who's that? last year, uh, 19 or 18 or something. <laughs> Serena who? Serena Williams. Never heard of her. <laughs> All right, we're going to check in with <laughs> Osaka. And um, Larry and Magic, what did you say? Uh, yeah, we also checked in with Naomi Osaka, and I think that the booze that you guys were struggling with didn't happen this year. It was the year that uh, Matt was talking about with the U.S. Open where Serena, where she was playing Serena, and there was a bad call by the line judge. And so the fans were booing because they thought that Serena should have won. It was actually Naomi's first oh. Grand Slam, I think. I think that's where the booze were. That makes more sense, yeah. So we also said Naomi Osaka. Both teams getting points. The answer is Naomi Osaka. She uh, she wore a lot of different face masks that had um, activism uh, words on them this um, this last time around. And uh, the interview at the end after she'd won her uh, title asked her what uh, what kind of a statement are you trying to make with these masks? And she just said, "What kind of a statement do you think I'm making with these masks?" And just left it at that. So. She's an up and comer, and she's uh, she she actually just won the Australian. That may have been her fourth. I think she's won both twice, right? U.S. and Australian. Yep. Question number three: Las Vegas Aces, South Carolina Gamecocks, won league MVP. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go with it. Okay, we're gonna check in. Pedal to the metal is checked in. Larry and Magic, talk it out. I, I think we know it. Um, I think we kind of pieced it together, Chris with the first name and, and myself with the last name. Uh, we're going to check in with Asia Wilson. And um, pedal to the metal, what did you say? Yeah, just the other day I hosted an episode where I talked about WNBA, the uh, the five all players or the whatever, all pro or whatever. And Mason talked about South Carolina and Asia Wilson playing for South Carolina and we saw her play. So we checked in with Asia Wilson also. All right. 
both teams getting points. Correct answer is Asia Wilson. Question number four, gold in Atlanta, another gold in Athens, U.S. goalkeeper. Oh, I, I got it. We're, we're good. Yep. We're going to check in. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I know who it is. I can picture her. Um, women's soccer. I'm pretty sure her first name is Brittany. I want to say her last name starts with a G, but I might be making that up. You say that you think it might be Brittany, that she might be African-American? I think so. And that the last name starts with a G. So I sent you, you know, some African-American sounding G <laughs> last names. I don't know if any of those stand out to you. Graham, Gaines, Garner, Gresham. Gresham? <laughs> Is that not African-American sounding? Is that your main sister? That's what I thought. <laughs> Gresham is the black version of Grisham. <laughs> oh, right. okay. Oh, Grissom. Maybe it's Marquise's Grissom. Uh, gee, Brittany Garrison. Oh, that sounds that sounds African American. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think any of these are right, and I don't, I don't know if I'm okay. gonna get it. I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna get. It. I, I I also can't get. Now I can't get Brittany Griner. Is it Brittany Griner? That might be question five. So we, we should probably hold off on on Brittany Griner. So let's go. Let's go with Brittany Gresham. All right, we're throwing out a lucky Gresham. And uh, pedal to the metal. What did you say? So I knew it was soccer. I knew it was women, because men, <laughs> the men don't win gold. Sorry. Um, That's how you knew it was women. Not the way this cat, this round is gone. No, <laughs> I've already forgotten how this has been going. Um, but we uh, checked in with Brianna Scurry. Ah. That's what it is. It's Brianna, not Brittany. You were way off. <laughs> Samsonite. <laughs> One team is getting points. The answer is Brianna Scurry. Minnesota's own Bri- Brianna Scurry, by the way. I had to throw that in there. Oh, well, she ain't she ain't black then. Is she a- of the Aryan race? She's African-American. <laughs> Question number five. Five Olympic golds. 500 and 1,000. Bronze in Calgary. All right. If, I think we're good with that. Okay. We're checked in. Pedal to the metals checked in. Larry and Magic, you can talk it out. So I'm not even sure what sport it is. Yeah. So we're trying to figure out was winter or summer. I was thinking Calgary was winter, but I think Alberta was the Canadian winter games that I was thinking of. Okay. So I think Calgary might be summer. Atlanta was 96. Athens was 2000. So 92, maybe. So if we're talking the 500 and the thousand, the names you had brought up could have been Gail Devers. Wilma Rudolph, I think is way too old. I just threw that because I, I got that right a few episodes ago. So I'm just gloating. I said, uh, you know, maybe Flojo, Florence Griffith Joyner. It, it could be. Flojo comes up a lot on this podcast. And so I'm wondering if maybe it's not. She definitely had, a, had quite a few goals. She did. I, I, she definitely did. Yeah, I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards Flojo. Yeah, I mean, I I don't have anything on this one. So if if you even have two percent confidence, I, I say we just go with it. All right, Florence Griffith Joyner. I think that's her full name, right? Yep, Flojo. All right, we'll check in with Florence Griffith Joyner. And pedal to the metal. What did you say? It's very cold in Calgary, um, and I think the uh, Chris, the Olympics you're thinking of is Albertville, and that was in France. Oh, yeah, you're right. But it was the 88 Olympics in Calgary, so it would have been the winter. Um, we could only think of one person from the winter that's a woman. 
that would have been that anybody would know, at least that me, Matt or I would know. And we went with Bonnie Blair. And one team is getting points. The answer is Bonnie Blair. I've got a lot of things to say about this. <laughs> um, first of all, the you you discarded Calgary because you thought Alberta was the uh, was the winner of games. Scott, do you know where uh, Bret Hart is from? I do. He's from Calgary, Alberta. Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Yes, That's he right. is. Oh. <laughs> also in the uh, in the question, five hundred and one thousand. Those are both speed skating lengths not uh, not tracked yeah chris had put in the chat speed skating but i couldn't think of i don't know a single speed skater that's not apollo ono you know bonnie blair i've heard the name on on this podcast where's she from again is she from alaska from minnesota wisconsin she's from wisconsin she's from wisconsin i I came across that as i was researching is there more than or is that it no that's it okay (laughs) you want more not of that round please (laughs) after the first quarter we have a score of pedal to the metal with 100 and Larry and magic with 80 today's second quarter will be odd one out. The odd one out for this quarter, there will be five categorized questions containing lists of six items. The teams will attempt to choose the item from the list that does not fit the given category. Each question is worth 20 points. Question number one, an odd one out. Teams that have won more than one NCAA women's basketball championship. This is the whole game is going to be this? This is going to be Eric's trip tonight, the whole game, huh? No. UP's not a woman. (laughs) UP's not a woman. UP's not a woman. We do we know you not a woman? <laughs> I haven't actually done the research on that. <laughs> I didn't want to spend a spend a, a week in uh, Montreal jail. I don't speak <laughs> French. I don't think it would go well for me. All right. Question number one. Teams that have won more than one NCAA women's basketball championship. Your teams are Baylor, Louisiana Tech. North Carolina, Notre Dame, Stanford, Tennessee. All right, we're we're checked in. Larry and Magic have checked in, so pedal the metal. Feel free to talk this one out. I thought Baylor's only been good for the last ten years or so. Correct. And they've so they've won more than one national championship in the last ten years. They just they won the most recent. And then I'm pretty sure they won at least one with, uh, with, uh, Brianna Scurry. Brittany, with, yeah. And she was right next to Brittany Griner, um, not on Brittany, the court. Not Brittany Murphy, though. No, she not, was not, not Brittany there. Gresham either. <laughs> so I want to say they, they've won at least two. Louisiana Tech, I know Louisiana won. Louisiana Tech, I think like the, in the 70s and 80s, was the 80s. Yeah, they, they, they didn't have really, this in the 70s. Really yeah. Them yeah, and, they won the first one. I know that. Them in Tennessee. Tennessee won, won a Tennessee bunch. with Pat Summit won yeah. like eight. And um, I think Notre Dame has been was good in like the 90s and the two, early 2000s, weren't they? They also won recently. Oh, did they? But I think they I'm it, pretty it sure North Carolina women's basketball won just like in 17 or something. Or 14. Just within the last, you know, five, six. They definitely years. did. They definitely didn't win in 
they definitely didn't win in 14. That's when UConn was just making it unfair for everybody. Um, well, I remember like a question stretch. in a game here a while back that talked about when was UNC's last uh, national championship? What team was it? And I'm pretty sure it was the US, oh, the, the women's basketball team. No. Okay. Definitely, definitely not. I know, I know that for for a fact. Right, I want so to say maybe, so maybe North Carolina or Stanford. Yeah, and I think I just for for logic of odd one out the whole game theory, I guess behind it, I think they're the 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 one that you would almost all automatically dismiss. Let's do it. All right, so let's go with uh, North Carolina. Checking in with North Carolina and uh, Larry and Magic. What did you say? Yeah, we had pretty similar reasoning. Obviously, off the jump, eliminated Tennessee and Notre Dame and Baylor. Because uh, Baylor also won when they had Sylvia Fowles, I believe. Uh, or Sophia Young, actually, was her name. Sophia Young, sorry. And uh, then it was just kind of going through the few that were left. Louisiana Tech seemed too odd to be the odd one out. So we were between, uh, kind of between North Carolina and Stanford, but just kind of thought Stanford has such a prolific history they likely have more than one. So we also checked in with North Carolina. Both teams checking in with North Carolina. Um, Tennessee has eight, exactly, like Eric said. Um, Notre Dame has, I'm sorry, Baylor has three. They went two with Louisiana they Tech. two with Brittany Griner? No. Just one? No. One with Sophia Young, one with Griner, and then the recent one. Louisiana Tech, um, Notre Dame and Stanford all have two. North Carolina has just the one. So points all around. All right. Here's something more, Eric Speed. Hockey. Women's hockey. Top five <laughs> passing yardage leaders that have only played for one team. And your answers are Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, Dan Marino, Eli Manning, John Elway, Matt Ryan. Well, you know this list, so. I do. Go for it. I just want to make sure. Do you really have to check with me? No, I'm just, I don't want to. <laughs> no, it's my person. I don't have to check with you. I'm not going to feign as if your opinion is valuable. I'm just going to go ahead and say something else. No, I just wanted to make sure that I'm not checking in too fast. Is my first non-female question. I don't want it to. We know that slugger is not a female. Oh, we do. Yes, we do. Okay. Got the main. Oh, all right. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, you've you haven't been as many truck stops as I've been to then. And that is when a joke does land. Love it. That was a good one, Eric, Eric Scott's good, sir. All right. I, I say we check in. Matt's not disagreeing, so we're checking. Pedal to the metal is checking in. Um, Larry and Magic, what do you have? We're leaning towards Elway, right, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, we're leaning towards Elway. I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be any of the recent guys like Rogers, Roethlisberger, uh, Matt Ryan, or even Eli. Um, yeah, the only, the only one that scares me is is Eli and maybe Big Ben because of the injuries, but they don't run the ball. So, I mean, I I remember, I mean, Antonio Brown led the league in receiving what like three or four yeah. years in a row, right? You know, and they just they don't run the ball often. So, Big Ben's probably in there. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I lean towards Elway. I, I would I'm say this you. is between Elway and, and Eli. Yeah. Hey, I mean, the, the, only, the only thing that, that I said to you was, I'm assuming that since Elway wasn't drafted by the Broncos, he only counts as playing with one team because yeah, he only, he didn't, he never he only played with one team. He only suited yeah. up with one team. So Yeah, I'm leaning Elway. I typed Elway right. to you before yep. Danny gave us the, yep. Yep. <laughs> the list. Um, and they, they ran a lot, especially towards the end of his career with yep. Terrell Davis, and yep. they just didn't pass as much back then. So I think we both feel comfortable checking in with John Elway. All right, checking in with John Elway and um, pedal to the metal. What did you say? I'm pretty familiar with the list. And prior to the like the last couple of weeks of the season, I know Aaron Rodgers was the only one of these six that was outside the top 10. So unless he passed Elway, who was at 10, it's Aaron Rodgers. All right, so the uh, the leaders are Dan Marino is at 61,361 yards. Second is Ben Roethlisberger, 60,348. Then it goes to Eli Manning at 57,023. Then Matt Ryan at 55,767. Aaron Rodgers has 51,245, and John Elway has 51,475. <laughs> Rodgers will catch Elway next year, but for right now, it is Aaron Rodgers. I'm not even upset about that, Chris, because I, I don't really like to say his name ever, <laughs> so I'd rather get it wrong than, than say that guy's name, so I'm fine with that. I've said yeah, it twice too. now. What are you talking about? He's won multiple Super Bowl. <laughs> Matt's just staring through the screen at us. I think we better I don't uh, care. peer through this. He's, I've won Super Bowl. He's won a Super Bowl. So, you know, it's fine. It's okay. I used to like Shailene Woodley, too. Never watching her movies again. <laughs> All right. Question number three, the five active NBA players with the most personal fouls, Ooh. your answers are Carmelo Anthony, Chris Paul, Dwight Howard, Kyle Lowry, LaMarcus Aldridge, Paul Millsap. I'm over here Googling Ronnie Millsap songs. So you can make a decision on what you want to do. Thanks. Thanks for playing. Man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. So let's see. You want yours or mine? Dan, get a dice. No, yours. A die. Yours. 75 sides, please. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Dan, how many, what's, how many sided die do you have? Got all of them. What do you want? Uh, do a, a one sided die. Do a 12 sided die. <laughs> And I want you to do. You want? You want? Do you want actual D twelve? I don't care. Do you want? I retired him. Do you? Do you want him? Yeah. No, but only do, if, you're, only if anything, purple pills is playing. Do do yeah. One that's got a lot of sides. I can do a D twenty. Yeah. D there you go. I All didn't right. like their last um, album. So is it just numbers one through twenty? Yes. Okay. No, if number five hits, we go with mine. If anything else hits, we go with Eric's. <laughs> that's an eleven. There you go, Eric's. We're locking in. 
Rich- right. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. It's go- my own damn podcast. We're checking <laughs> in. Oh my god. I'm like it's like Eric Walling is getting in my brain. I've been hanging out with him too much. <laughs> All right, pedal to the metal is checked in. So um Larry and Magic can talk it out. Dan, this bothers me. I have not been this bothered by a question in quite some time. <laughs> and ironically, given our name, the current NBA is is not a strong suit of mine. It is of mine, but I mean personal files is is, you know. It's like Eric was saying, there's not really one guy that you can take off of this list. Like Chris Paul is is up there all time in steals. He gets a lot of fouls though. He's always kind of active with his hand and things like that. So you want to Would you say he's handsy? I would say he's handsy. Yeah. So can't be the handsy anymore. <laughs> that's true. So you got not in this climate. Mello coming in and Mello's been in the league the longest of everyone on this list. And he's a forward. He's very, not that good at defense. So my thoughts would be that he's probably on this list. Boy Howard, I mean, he's a center. He's I, I would be shocked if he's not in the top. So then it's Lowry, Aldridge, and Millsap. Conventional wisdom says go Lowry because he's a guard. They just don't accrue as many fouls. But he's also a pretty aggressive defender. Millsap, I feel like, always fouls people. And Marcus Aldridge, I don't really think of him as a guy that gets a lot of fouls. But again, he's a, you know, a big guy. So big guys foul a lot. I'm really, I I don't know where to go on this one. But Lowry, I I just don't know if Dan would have put him on here unless he was on the list. Oh, where's that die? What do you want? We can do the 20 again. All right. Just do a six and whichever, give everybody a number. No, no, because I'm between Lowry and Aldridge. So anything, one digit will be Lowry, double digits will be Aldridge because I'm leaning towards him a little bit. So it gives us one extra to play with. Okay. That's a seven. Kyle Lowry. We're checked in. Checking in with Kyle Lowry and, um, Pedal to the metal, what did you say? It's uh, not Ronnie Millsap. I know that. So that's all I got to say. No? No? No Ronnie Millsap? What is that? Is that the chips? Oh, well, no, that's, that's Wilson Phillips. Ronnie right? Millsap. <laughs> Ronnie Millsap. Right. Come on now. I thought it was that Proud to be an American song. <laughs> I don't really know what. <laughs> it's like the fourth time Lee Greenwood has been on this podcast. <laughs> Which is like four too many times, really. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we had a um, very long discussion about nothing, and we just said Chris Paul because, you know, Chris Paul. All right. I'm not going to break down the entire thing, but uh, neither team is getting points on this one. Um, goes to show you, though, that nobody should use my dice except for me. Um, <laughs> Didn't really work for you on Saturday. Um, that's true. Hey, we, we set, we set D12 up for failure on that one, though. That was my fault, not his. Um, the answer we're looking for here is, well, Marcus Aldridge. Well, at least we were between the two. Um, and actually, Kyle Lowry is um, second. No, I didn't narrow down to six. I wasn't sure which one to pick. And like, by second, I mean fifth on the list. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Dwight Howard, of course, is number one. Um, Carmelo Anthony's number two, and Paul Millsap is number three. Yeah, all he does is fall. All right, question number four. Major League Baseball players with 150 RBIs in a season. And your uh, choices are Alex Rodriguez, Andres Galarraga, Juan Gonzalez, Manny Ramirez, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa. Larry and Magic have checked in, pedal to the metal, talk it out. There's four of these guys that I I know have a 150 season. Okay. At least a 150. So you're down. Rodriguez to... has, Galarraga has, Juan has, and Manny has. So you're down to, so it's to those Maguire and Sosa, Sosa. Maguire. Yeah. Which I think would be maybe when he constructed the list, that probably would be made sense. Most people would go towards them. Um, but I think I mean so Sosa didn't have a a very long career. He was only really no, good he, for about seven years, right? Was or, it just seven? I know he like, he seemed to go he seemed to go longer than McGuire. Really? Okay. Anyway, well, McGuire came in in 87, 87, 88. Yeah, and then okay, I then guess retired I, like two thousand two. Yeah. So well, just I I. Well, I, I, when I say longer, to me, it's more like my baseball time watching because in the beginning, I wasn't watching McGuire in the 80s. I was like eight and wasn't really into it. I started collecting um, baseball cards in 1986. So that the McGuire, yeah. Canseco baseball cards and Griffey and everyone, those were the, you know, the, were the hot ones. So anyway, who cares? So um, you're thinking that none of those teams in the 90s, yeah, you know, and they weren't, they weren't. The, they were the Smash Brothers, but I mean, they were the Smash Brothers hitting 34 home runs in a season. Whoa, 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 whoa. They were the Bash Brothers. Bash Brothers. Yeah, Mario and Luigi are the Smash Brothers, Matt. <laughs> Video games. Couldn't care less. Uh, my guess, and I mean, initially looking at the list, I would have said McGuire. He just appeared. I don't, I mean, I really. Can you name somebody from those Cardinals teams when he was hitting 70? Ray Lankford. Exactly. That's right. Let's do it. All right. I, I Let's, yeah, Mark McGuire. All right. Checking in Mark McGuire and uh, Larry and Magic. What did you say? A, a really young J.D. Drew, Eric. Um, <laughs> yeah, th- this one actually came to me pretty quickly. I, I'm fairly certain this is McGuire. Um I don't remember him ever getting the, close to that threshold. He hit a lot of solo shots, and, yeah, they just didn't have anyone getting on base. And I remember Sosa, I want to say he maybe had, like, 166 one, one of those years. So I think he went over one, 150 and 98 in the home run chase. I know he had more ribbies than, than McGuire did. So we also checked in with Mark McGuire. All right, yeah, Sammy Sosa did have um, – he went over 150 Did he get 154 twice. at one point? He got 158 in 1998 and 160 in 2001. Um, the the player on this list with the most is um, in one year would be Manny Ramirez at a 165 year. Alex Rodriguez had a 156. Andres Galarraga hit exactly 150. 
Juan Gonzalez had 157. The closest that Mark McGuire ever got was 147. So Mark McGuire is your answer. Both teams getting points. Question number five. Players who played in 10 or more World Cup matches for the U.S. men's national team. Your choices are Claudio Reyna, Clint Dempsey, Kobe Jones, Ernie Stewart, Landon Donovan, Tim Howard. All right, we're checked in. <laughs> Pedal to the metal is checked in. Larry and Magic talk it out. Yeah, there's some names that I've heard of, Chris. Yeah, I mean, I, I know them. Um, except for, I'll be honest, Claudio Reyna and Ernie I, Stewart. I thought Ernie I Stewart was are. a NASCAR driver, like Tony Stewart's brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've heard of Claudio Reyna. I don't, I, the name's familiar. I, I couldn't really tell you much about him. I would think that MC, Howard, and Donovan have all played in more than 10. Yes, because they they played uh, they played when the U.S. team was decent. Yeah, right. And I think they made it past the what is it, the round? Not the round of six. Is the round of sixteen? Whatever that that first round is. I, I'm not a huge soccer fan, so like the round rob they they yeah. made it past the round robin stage. I think so that would automatically give them more games. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I would um, think this is and Ernie Stewart is not a household name, so that leads me to believe he's on this list. So between mm-hmm. Jones and, and Reyna, I don't know. Again, I don't know enough about Claudio Reyna. I don't even know if he's from the U.S., played for the U.S. I just know it's a soccer name. Yeah. and I'm assuming he's from the U.S. because I don't think Dan would have put him on here if he was Andres Escobar. But, I, I mean. R.I.P. <laughs> um, Kobe Jones is a name that I've heard. I think he's a more recent yep. player. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I, you know, again, I'm not a soccer fan, but, you know, I think that they haven't really been that good. In fact, they like didn't even make the most recent World Cup, I think. So if Kobe Jones is like currently on the team, I would lean towards him. Like Claudio Reyna, I, I have no idea whether he's on I've, the team I've now or whether he's on the team. I mean, I heard the before. name before. He's definitely been around. He's not new. All right, so I mean, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards Kobe Let's Jones. Go with then. It. All right, checking in, Kobe Jones, and pedal to the metal. What did you say? Um, just, I mean, I don't know the exact numbers. I know Kobe Jones and Landon Donovan are towards the the top. Um, Kobe Jones played in the like early '90s, mid '90s, early '90s into like early 2000s. Um, but the only one that really I could thought that kind of stuck out on that list was Tim Howard. Um, I know he hasn't played in a lot. Uh, so we went with Tim Howard. Checking with Tim Howard and one team is getting points. Correct answer is Tim Howard. Most of those names, a good number of those names, Reyna, Dempsey, um, Stewart, Donovan, actually Jones too. They all played um, in the 90, um, 94 team the 98 team um tim howard's team hasn't made it past the uh or has barely made it out of the uh the round robin play and missed a uh, world cup as well so he's had eight um the rest of them have had uh, landon donovan's played in 12 jones and stewart have been in 11 and uh, dempsey and reyna have been in 10 
So after the second quarter, we have a score of pedal to the metal with 180 and Larry and magic with 120. And that will bring us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 20 points. Question number one in halftime. This is inspired by Mason. So it's not going to be a movie question. Quidditch. Throw that out there right now. (laughs) Inspired by Mason. What was the name of the baseball team that the mighty Casey played for in Casey at the bat? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. We're checked in. All right. Larry and Magic have checked in. Pedal to the metal. Talk it out. Springfield isotopes. We, I just was reading or heard something about this. Because is this a real team or just like a? I just, I just, it was on a, it was on something where the entire thing was red, on like a TV show or something as a kind of a joke, and they talked about it being this. So this guy who was like a a, a regular newspaper reporter in the eighteen seventies or something like that wrote this as a poem and it's the only thing this guy ever wrote and obviously you know still to this day talked about 150 years ago later and he was from san francisco i know that but you know in 1870s there wasn't any teams up in san francisco so it'd have to be a team that was that's been around if it's a team that we know it's a team that's been around for a long time do you think it is a team that's real? I'm pretty sure it's a team that's real. It's just a matter of, you know, was it a team that was, I mean, they didn't really have the major leagues back then, you know, so. The Washington Generals. I have next to nothing. And next to that nothing is another set of nothing, so. It's not right, but the Toledo Mudheads coming to mind, but they're not, they were not, they around. think they're around. Uh, my apologies, uh, Philip Sanford, if I get this wrong, but I don't think the Toledo Mudheads were around in 1870s. But if they were, my apologies. But let's <laughs> let's guess them anyway, because I don't have anything better. All right. That's better than anything I have. All right. Checking in with the Toledo Mudhens. Larry and Magic, what did you say? As you're closer than you think. Uh so I, I first read this poem in class in seventh grade, and I remember just liking it so much because it was the first poem that ever felt relevant to me being a baseball player. I was like, oh, this is cool. So I actually, the, and I, I really liked writing. So my teacher realized that and he actually assigned me to write a bunch of Casey at the Bat poems. So I just carried on the story and wrote a bunch of them. And it always kind of stuck with me. Uh, Casey took his at bats for the Mudville Nine. So that's oh. what we picked in with. If you remember correctly, in Mason's episode, he actually read the first line of the poem, which contains the uh, the team name. It is the Mudville Nine. So close with mud hens. All right, Matt. This one's inspired by you. A couple uh, episodes ago, you did um, an entire halftime on the theater. This one's also coming from the theater. 
Question number two in the song T-E-A-M, the baseball game from the musical, You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. Who does Charlie Brown say was the catcher for their team? All right, we're checked in. Larry and Magic have checked in. Pedal to the metal can talk it out. I think Big Ben sounds fine. I have no idea. I think, I mean, it's going to be one of the other characters, right? Sure. Damon Berryhill. <laughs> well, I sent over to him Yogi Berra. I mean, are we talking about like a real life catcher? I don't know. I think it's going to be a, a one of the other peanut characters. So, so it wouldn't be Linus. We can go Big Ten. We can go well, Schroeder. Patty, we can go Snoopy. On the team, so she probably would have been at shortstop. Schroeder. Would have been right field. Yeah. You think? I don't know. Well, yeah, but, yeah I guess Schroeder, the, most, the least athletic of the group, the piano player. Yeah, I don't know. I my mind went to Pigpen, but I think shorter could be. Well, or, I only think of Pigpen um, because Pigpen would be in the dirt. Yeah, he's dirty. Yeah, but that's not Do necessarily. You really think that that's the, almost uh, every position technically. The theater were thinking about athletic abilities based upon the characters. Uh, Maybe. Well, I then with that logic, then then why why don't we go Schroeder? Because if it's theater people writing this they're probably going to give more love to schroeder than anybody else because he plays schroeder or big ben which one you want dan <laughs> even even it's schroeder odds it's big ben all right 16 schroeder. that's even that's schroeder all right checking in schroeder um larry and magic what did you say um, we, we sort of <laughs> went about it, um, trying to name off all the characters from Peanuts. And we said that, uh, Peppermint Patty would actually be the most likely to be the catcher because of her mentality and, you know, being the quarterback of the field, you know, that would be Peppermint Patty. So we checked yeah, we, with we, Peppermint we, Patty. We weren't as aware of the athletic abilities of all as, as men. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies for that. Sorry, peanuts. All right. Well, the song goes uh, something like, you'll never guess what happened today at the baseball game. It's hard to believe what happened today at the baseball game. I was the manager. Schroeder was catcher and all of the team was the same as always. Yeah, the answer is Schroeder. Right. Thank you, Dice. Right. What it's come to. <laughs> this podcast has jumped the shark. <laughs> Question number three. Between 1976 and 1988, ABC aired which biannual exhibition that saw actors and actresses from ABC, CBS, and NBC shows competing in such events as swimming, volleyball, running, and tennis, with the two highest scoring teams battling out to determine the final winner in a final tug of war. We're checked in. Lyrian Magic have checked in. So Pedal to the Metal can talk it out. Is that just Pedal the Network Stars? Yeah. Right? Yes, I think you're right. I mean, I, I couldn't think of it. It's the only thing I would be able to come up with. Yeah. I, I'm, thing, so 
like 90% sure you're right that I mean it might the wording might be up but yeah all right we're going to check in with battle of the network stars checking in with battle of the network stars Larry and magic what did you say yeah Chris and I were pretty much on the same page from the jump here about 15 years ago I stumbled onto a show called battle of the network reality tv stars which was a spinoff of this and had like Danny Bonaducci and you know all those surrealized people uh but uh, the original i went back and, and watched that and it is battle of the network stars and it is absolutely fascinating television <laughs> it is the battle of the network stars uh, remember tony danza was a team captain one year and uh, was he the boss no 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 mona was the boss hold me closer tony danza gotcha. What would it take for them to run that series now? They did it not oh, too no long way. ago, actually. <laughs> they did a, a reboot of it, I want to say maybe four or five years ago. Yeah, the stars yeah, I, that they got were I, I, D-listers. Yeah, not Tony yeah, Danza, I, 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 yeah I think the stars that you that would be willing to participate would be in quotations. Well, look at Dancing with the Stars now. I haven't known anybody on that thing for... Yeah, I mean, well, why do you battle the network stars when you go on the mass Singer, right, then? Anybody want to see Rick Perry in a tug of war? I don't. <laughs> Maybe. Rick Perry. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, he won't stop believing. That's for sure. That's it. <laughs> oh, you say Rick Perry? Rick Perry. Oh, Rick the, the old. The, I, I could have sworn you said Steve. The Sorry. Texas governor. <laughs> the governor of Texas. Oh. Secretary. No, of he was on Dancing with the Stars. It's the only reason I said Steve Perry. In a tug of war. <laughs> that, and that I do want to see is Steve Perry and Rick Perry in a tug of war. <laughs> Let's make that happen, ABC, please. <laughs> Come on, bench warmers. Don't you guys have a budget? Yeah, yeah Chris thing. is like, what am I paying $20 uh, well, for? We only have enough for Rick Perry. We can't get Steve. Steve's expensive, yeah. Question number four. Buckle in. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Free to be you and me was a 1974 children's television special based on the album of the same name. The special focused on helping kids to reject gender stereotypes of the period. Which former all-pro defensive lineman for the Giants and the Rams sang a song titled It's All Right to Cry in the show's third act? Well, we both uh, typed it, so I think we should check in with it. All right. We'll check in. All right, Lurie and Magic have checked in. Pedal to the metal. Talk it out. Oh, geez. Did, did Deacon Jones play for the Giants? I have no idea. I know. Didn't he play for the Rams? Well, yeah, I know he played for the Rams. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I'm going based off. Then Merlin Olson also played for the Rams. Okay. I don't. I don't. He was know. a defensive lineman. I know that. Only thing I'm going based on is Rams defensive lineman. <laughs> that was an All Pro. Well, who's that? Who's that other guy? Who's the? Uh, no, didn't he play for the Lions? Eric Karras. Yeah, Karras. Yeah. Alex Karras. Yeah, so. Eric Karras yeah. played for the Dodgers. Was... Yeah, him too. Yeah. Yeah. Alex Karras was... So, I mean, I'm not, he's not saying in this question that in 1974 he was playing for those teams. He might have been a retired player. Alex Karras, I think his career ended about 70 or 68-ish or so. 
He uh, was his the one career got... ended after Webster was done. Yeah. <laughs> well, he got banned well, from the NFL for one season along with uh, Paul Hornig, 1965. So, um, anyway. Who was I, the guy you said? Uh, uh, Merlin, Ol- Mer- Merlin Olson, right? Yeah, right. He was on. Uh, you want to go with that? He was on um, uh, Little House on the Prairie, a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, let's go with that. All right, checking in with Merlin Olson. Um, Larry Magic, what'd you say? You know the song, so you're, uh, you're we, taking the song. Also... <laughs> I, my voice is nowhere near as good as Dan, um, but my we, we also said Merlin Olson. So. All right, well, there were um, three members of the fearsome foursome defensive line that all got the acting bug. Um, two of them were named, Deacon Jones and Merlin Olson, the correct answer was not named. And that would be Rosie Greer. Question number five. From 1997 to 2004, which former defensive lineman hosted the syndicated sports blooper show, The Lighter Side of Sports? You good with that? Yes. All right, we're going to check in. All right, Pedal to the Metals checked in. Larry and Magic can talk it out. Yeah, the only bloopers I was watching back then was AFE. Like I, 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 the name of the show sounds familiar, but I, I anything about it. Oh, this would have been right up your alley at this. At that, I would age. imagine it would be. I yeah, I loved watching like when animals attack. Oh, I'd get caught in that and that wormhole <laughs> and that geo. Oof. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It, it would be. It sounds great, and I, depending on who this is, it's hosting. I might check it. Try to check it out after this. Oh, you're gonna want to check. Yeah. It out. I don't know, Chris. What do you, like you said, probably retired. So, so soon I'm guessing before then. Yeah, it's. I would think it would be. It's not going to be somebody who'd retired in. Like you don't the think 70s. it's Rosie Greer? No, it's some. No, <laughs> or Merlin Olson. I, I agree um, with that. And if I if I were to guess, I would think it would have to be someone who either has a sense of humor, or who might have been on that show. Um, you mentioned Howie Long. Another name that comes to me, I don't know if he's the right time frame, is Brian Bosworth. That would be interesting. But was he was he a he linebacker? Was a linebacker though. Yeah, well, so he, he was got, a defensive lineman. Yeah, he was a linebacker, you know, but I could, you know, I mean, I have no idea. Um, I've never heard of this show. I don't I don't know the show at all. So it's just, you know, I mean, Howie Long, I mean, he's now a broadcaster, so you know, clearly would have you know, could have gotten a start then. When, I mean, when did he retire? Uh, not in, I mean, it would be a little bit before then. Yeah, like the 90s. Late early 80s, 90s, early 90s. I late, was thinking, late yeah. 80s. Yeah, I, I, I'm just, I, and, everyone else. I think still unless playing. it was, what about the fridge? Oh, I like that. Although I'm not sure if he was TV ready at that time. <laughs> Is he, is he now? now? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's staying in. I don't know if he was TV ready. He was WrestleMania ready, but no. This boxing match with Manu Bowles when he yeah. was TV ready. I don't I mean, hate that answer. I, that's that's yeah. funny. Like, it's he's the fridge. I, yeah. yeah, let's just do that. I don't. All right. So we'll check in with William the Refrigerator Perry. All right, checking in with William the Refrigerator Perry. And uh, pedal to the metal, what did you say? 
so just so we get two for the price of one, uh, we checked in with uh, Golik. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Matter. We're just going with the last name of Golik. <laughs> you sure you don't want to go with Elzado? <laughs> we already used. <laughs> All right. Well, the correct answer to this, um, it was before he went on to radio success. It was Mike Golik. I will definitely be trying to check out this guy. Loved Mike Golik. Yeah, it was on Saturday morning syndicated. I mean, I was out of college and I watched it. It was great. All right. After halftime, we have a score of pedal to the metal has 240 and Larry and magic have 160. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Benchwarmers TP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called the bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be David versus Goliath. David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of five pairs of questions, one easier, David, and one harder, Goliath. After hearing both questions, each team will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 20 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points. This is going to be David versus Goliath, where are they located edition? You're going to be given a league and a team, and you need to tell me where they're located. So the first one is English Premier League teams, David, Chelsea, Goliath, Aston Villa. Looking for cities, by the way, unless I specify otherwise. So we want to check in, Scott? I don't even know what we're checking in, but sure. Yeah. All right. We'll check in. Let them talk it out. Okay. Larry Magic have checked in. Pedal to the metal. Talk it out. Chelsea plays at Stamford Bridge, which I believe is in London. I, I think so. I'm not. I, I'm pretty sure. Um, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're pretty sure. We're both pretty confident that Chelsea is London. And then I think uh, there's two teams in Liverpool. Um, and I think Aston Villa might be one of them. No, it's I, I sent it to you. I think you're wrong. Based on what? Based off of some previous experience on Ted Lasso. I heard on based on Ted Lasso. So you're you're taking Ted Lasso no, over me. I was watching this. So, uh, oh, whatever. Okay. If you want to go with Birmingham, that's so, fine. But I just no, want to be on uh, record that I'm I, I'm like there's a part of me that thinks that it's a uh, that it's a uh, Liverpool. Okay. So there's Ashton Villa plays in the second. There's, yeah, they don't. Well, they play in the Premier League. Yeah, they do. They don't play in the. Champions. No, no, they play. They play in. A, there's a game every year against one of their bigger rivals, which is, I believe, Birmingham City. That's why I think they're in Birmingham. If you if you're confident, then do that. We're gonna check it with Birmingham. Checking in with Birmingham, and uh, Larry and Magic. What did you say? Well, this is either gonna make us look really dumb, or, you know, maybe smart. <laughs> No, you were right. The first time. <laughs> I I think this is a city in England. We just 
through a guess because we're behind and we just said uh, that Aston Villa is in Leeds, which I think is a city in England. <laughs> Leeds is a city in England. <laughs> Might not be the right answer, but Aston no, Villa does not play there. there. <laughs> the David Chelsea is definitely in London. It's one of the five of the teams that are in London. And for Goliath, Aston Villa is in Birmingham. The other team in Liverpool is, anybody know? Well, it's uh, It's Everton. Everton, yeah. It's the other, it's, we're going to have, Phil's going to be after you today. No, I knew Everton was the other Liverpool team, but there's another team in Liverpool. Yeah, it's Liverpool. (laughs) Does Leeds have a team? They do FC Leeds, but I don't think they're in the EPL. They are uh, in the league down. Champions. Question number two. CFL teams. David. Argonauts. Goliath. Football team. You can check in. <laughs> Pedal to the metal is checked in. Larry and Magic can talk it out. Uh, this yes. came up on the podcast before. The football team. I was thinking Edmonton was called the Eskimos. That's it. Is it Edmonton? Yep. All right. So we'll check in with Goliath with Edmonton. Checking in Goliath, Edmonton. And uh, pedal to the metal, what did you say? Yeah, it's 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 Edmonton. You sure it's not Liverpool? <laughs> They're the third CFL team in Liverpool, actually. <laughs> yes, um, the correct answer to the Goliath is... Edmonton. It is the Edmonton football team. The uh, the David, the Argonauts are in Toronto. John Candy used to own them. <laughs> Ricky Williams played for them. And so did Rocket Ishmael. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, the uh, Rocket? No, just and, Rocket uh, Ishmael. <laughs> and the uh, quarterback for the Patriots and the Bills. And, Doug Flutie. Uh, Doug Flutie, yeah. Flutie Chargers. Flutie. And so if he played there, then his brother played there, right? Didn't him and Darren play on the same team? Darren Spoles? No, Darren Flutie. (laughs) Darren Darren Flutie was... uh, Darren Flutie might be... He might be one of the top receivers in the CFL. Darren Sproles is old enough to have played with Flutie. Probably. (laughs) Flutie's twin brother, Darren Sproles. (laughs) Question number three. And this time I'm looking for country names. International Rugby Union. David. All Blacks. Goliath, Pumas. Yeah, I, I'm not even going to try to figure out the other one. We're going to go ahead and check in. All right, pedal to the metals checked in. Larry and Magic can talk it out. You know what? I think you're right about about the All Black. Yeah, so so the All Blacks, I'm pretty sure, is New Zealand. That Yeah, that rings a bell to me. Um, yeah, my, my answer was racist. <laughs> Your answer was racist? My... my my yes, yes, in a nutshell. <laughs> You're gonna throw me all blacks and think I'm not gonna have something to eat up. Um, uh, any, I mean, any idea about the Pumas? No, I mean, so like, if this is international rugby union, so the teams that are good, Australia, I don't think it's gonna be Australia. South Africa, I think, is pretty good. I I have no idea whether it's South Africa or not, um, yeah. but I know I'm, I'm almost positive that New Zealand is the All Blacks. Yeah, I'm, I'm, let's do the safety this time. Right. We're checking right, in, in New uh, Zealand. David. Yeah, sorry. We're checking in New Zealand for David. All right. Pedal to the metal. What did you say? Same thing. Both teams getting points. The All Blacks are from New Zealand. 
The um, the Springboks are from South Africa, and you'd know that if you were listening to all of the other um, Invictus questions that I've asked. The Pumas are from Argentina. Would have never got that. Nope. Yeah, interesting. That's why it was a Goliath. <laughs> Question number four. MLS team nicknames. And before I go into this one, I need to let you know that um, I wrote a question a couple uh, couple shows ago where the team nickname was Wolves, but the answer to the question, the, the actual team name is Wolverhampton Wanderers. So you are going to have the, the nickname of the team may not necessarily be what they're known as. Like the uh, the Minnesota United team is known as Loons, but they're called Minnesota United. Okay. MLS team nicknames, David, the Timbers, Goliath, the Five Stripes. All right, we'll, we'll check in. Larry and Magic have checked in. Pedal to the metal, talk it out. So we agree that uh, the David, the Timbers is Seattle. Yeah. And then for some reason I remember only from this show somebody talking about Atlanta being called the five stripes. Yeah. But I have no idea if that's well that's if you said Atlanta that was my guess too, because I sent that right before that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. So I mean it's if you said it, I said it, that yeah. should get your fifty percent a little higher. And I was I wasn't feeling great about it, but because you said it, it got me a little more so. so, Dan, we're going to check in with the Goliath as uh, Atlanta. Check in with Goliath for Atlanta. And Larry and Magic, what did you say? Just so you guys know, the Timbers are Portland. Oh, oh Sounders. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank <laughs> God, yeah, we, thank God we risked it. I have to lot it over you because, yeah, I don't know anything else. I'll take it away, Chris. Yeah, so this is a total guess, but we need points. I know as as a revs as someone who lives in the New England Revolution region, I know that their logo has the flag, but it doesn't have all 13 stripes on it, I don't think. So I thought maybe they're the five stripes. So we just guessed with the, the New England Revolution. It, I'm sure it's wrong, but that's what we guessed with. So and I've never well, heard them called the five stripes either. So <laughs> well, one team is getting points. And the answer is for um, Goliath, Atlanta. Um, and uh, yes, Timbers are Portland. I don't know why I said Seattle. Holy crap. I said the same thing too. So we were, we were both on the same wavelength. Question number five. For this one, I just want the name of the place that goes with the team. ABA, David, the Colonels, Goliath, the Squires. We're checked in. Larry and Magic have checked in. Pedal to the metal can talk it out. I, I got nothing. Kentucky for David? Yeah. I have the, no idea. Um, is it? Yeah, the Colonels is, uh, uh, I'm not sure if they were called Kentucky or if they were called Louisville. Okay. I say we just go Louisville or Kentucky for David unless you got something on Goliath. Yeah, well, the only reason I'm hesitating on the um, David is because I'm not sure which one it was. Okay. I, I Kentucky rings a bell. But um, why wouldn't they be called Louisville? Uh, they don't want to alienate anybody. They want the whole state involved. Yeah, what about Frankfurt, mm -hmm. Matt? Mm -hmm. Right? I know. The right? capital of Kentucky? Yeah. 
Pikesville? No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, we're going to go ahead and check in with the David as the uh, Kentucky Colonels. Alright. Check in the Kentucky Colonels for the David. And Larry and Magic, what did you say? You said it at the same time, so you want to break it down to him, Chris? Yeah, we, we both said Virginia for the, for the uh, Goliath. Both teams receiving their points. It is the Kentucky Colonels, because they didn't want to alienate, you know, <laughs> Corbin and Lexington and Frankfurt. <laughs> and it was the Virginia Squires. Who played for the Squires? Wasn't there somebody? Was did Dr. J play for them? Somebody? No, Dr. J played for the Nets. Played for the Nets. Yeah. Some. I, I thought there was somebody. So some Hall of Famer that played for the Squires. I'm trying to remember who it was. Mm. Yeah, there Maybe has not. to be a reason that I know their name. Yeah. Gervin only played for the Spurs. Jackie Moon. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> no, it was uh. Daryl Dawkins. Was it uh, Manic? Onyx? It was Martin Lawrence's character in Rebound before he started coaching. The Wanna Man. Yes. Um, so apparently the uh, the Squires have quite the history of players leaving them, including two players oh. that have already been said: Julius she Irving and George Gerber. Oh, good call. Yeah. Yes. There okay. it is. There goes my there goes my Saturday game. After the third quarter. We have a score of pedal to the metal with 430 and Larry and magic with 280. That will bring us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today are as follows. Question number one, Genesis. Question number two, Exodus. Question three, Leviticus. Question four, Numbers. And question five, Deuteronomy. Your uh, categories are going to be Genesis is in... Major League Baseball. Exodus is in teams leaving cities. Leviticus is in college football. Numbers is in the NFL. And Deuteronomy also in the NFL. It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one in Genesis. When the Baseball Hall of Fame was founded in 1936, there were five players inducted that inaugural class. I need you to name four of them. Good with that, Chris? Yep. We're checked in. Okay. Larry and Magic have checked in. Pedal to the metal. Talk it out. Hi, Kyle. Eric, um, Eric, I'm sorry. Matt, you were there when they did this. Yeah, so. yeah I was. Ty Cobb, Rogers Hornsby, uh, Honest Wagner, Babe Ruth. That's four. Okay. And I can't think of the fifth off the top of my head. It's somebody that's a little it's a little less obvious, but Jimmy Jimmy Dugan. Jimmy Dugan. Because <laughs> the, the only thing longer than Dan and Mason trying to come up with their wager was Jimmy Dugan's piss in the league of their own. <laughs> <laughs> Anything worth doing is worth doing right. <laughs> All right. Ruth 
Wagner, Hornsby, Cobb. Checking in with Ruth, Wagner, Hornsby, and Cobb for how many points? Zero. The worst law firm ever. <laughs> <laughs> and Larry and Magic, what did you say? Uh, we said Ruth, Wagner, Cobb, and Cy Young. And we said 55 points. Neither team getting points on this one. Yes. Cy Young was not in that class, believe it or not. And Rogers Hornsby was still playing when that class was inaugurated. 1954? Um, was it, it wasn't Matthews. No, not Matthews. No. 1936. Yeah, 30. Oh, 1936. 1936. The five that were, not, that were inaugurated were Ty Cobb, Babe Ruth, Honus Wagner, Walter Johnson, and Christy Mathewson. Mathewson, that's it. Mathewson. Matt, who's the lesser known one in there? Yeah. The lesser known guys. not like the other. They're all like five of the most well known guys. They're all Hall of Famers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they're no Clark Gillies, but they're close. I thought Walter Johnson, Chris, but then it's like we said, Shy Young. It's like, oh, that's yeah. four. You don't, yeah. you know, you don't even think of a fifth. All right. After the first question, Pedal to the Metal has 430, and Larry and Magic have 225. Question number two in Exodus. The U.S. city that has lost the most sports teams in the major American sports leagues is New York City. Which was the last team of one of these leagues to leave New York City? And for purposes of this question, the major American sports leagues are NBA, ABA, NHL, WHA, NFL, AFL, and MLB. We're going to check in. All right, Larry and Magic have checked in. So pedal to the metal, you can talk it out. Can I ask a clarifying question, Daniel? Um, you can, but I may not be able to answer it since one team has already checked in. I should have asked this question beforehand then. So you said uh, these leagues leaving New York City. So, so the team from one of those leagues, which was the last one to leave New York City. So if the team played their games in New Jersey, would that be leaving New York City? Did they leave New York City to play their game someplace else? Well, the New York Giants and the Jets both play, played in the Meadowlands, and, but they're still called the New York Giants and the New York Jets. Did they play in New York City? Did they originally? Yes. Didn't they? The Jets okay. played in the polo grounds. No way. Then I would say for purposes of this question, the Jets left New York City. Oh, we take back our check-in. You can check. Yeah, you can You can take that back if I'm going to answer in. it like that. All right, Larry and Magic have unchecked in. No one can talk it out. <laughs> That's it then, Matt. Actually, let me, let me rephrase what I, what I said because I can see how what I said may have confused you. When they left New York City... They left New York City. Okay. They just didn't, they didn't just decide to play their games in another place. They left New York City. So, like, their name changed. The city that they're from changed. So, like, they're no longer called the Minneapolis Lakers. They're still called the Lakers. Correct. Not the Los Angeles Lakers. Correct. That would be. Oh, like the Jets and Giants don't count. No, no, the Jets and Giants wouldn't count, but. Let's be fair. They wouldn't have counted anyway on this one. So we are, we're rechecking. Okay. Rechecking it. Matt, just, just to, so you're up to speed here. We checked in, then we unchecked in and now we've rechecked in. But at no time did they ever change what? their answer. 
well, besides that, I was going to say at no time did they ever lock in. No, we did not lock we in. We don't do that on in. this show. Yeah, we didn't padlock. We didn't any sort of lock. We did not do. We didn't pop and lock, even though I would like to see Chris do that. None of it. You guys can talk it up. All right. <laughs> okay, so my when when Dan when, Giants when Dan when Dan clarified, my mind immediately went to the Nets. Okay. Because they, I mean, uh, technically they went to New Jersey. I just they started in New York when they first when they were in the ABA and first came over to the NBA. They were the New York Nets. I know that from one of those wonderful YouTube videos that shows you where all the team names came from and everybody's mm-hmm. origin. Yeah, can you send me that? I will. No, I definitely. There's an NFL I, I really one too. That's watch amazing. It. Yes. Well, there's a there's an NHL one that I have. I'm sure there's an MLB one too. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, guessing they do all. Of them. Is there a it's WNBA awesome. one by chance? No. Nope. just it just talks about the how the comments are no longer seen <laughs> and then it shuts off. <laughs> Sad face. The baseball team left Brooklyn to go to San Francisco in. Yeah, I, for some reason I have the late fifties in my head, but okay. but if the Nets changed from the New York Nets to the New Jersey Nets, yeah, that would have been like eighty-two, late seventies, late seventies. Yeah, what year the uh, ABA was absorbed by in like seventy-nine ish, seventy-seven, seventy-eight. Seventy-seven seems too early, but that that's right, about right. Yeah, sure. So I mean, it's still later. It's still, it still yeah. is later. Yeah. yeah. So then we're going to go ahead and check in the, the nets. For Checking one, in the nets for how many points? 100. For 100 points. Larry and Magic, what did you say? I had no clue. Uh, you know, outside of, of thinking of, you know, about the, the giant and the Dodgers, which would have had to be late 50s, early 60s. Um, I think late fifties. Uh, just trying to think, maybe there was. We were kind of on the track that there was an ABA team moved, and that was kind of what we stuck with. But we just kind of safety netted it because they they like to use this name a lot in a lot of sports leagues back in the day, and and we checked in with the Metropolitans. Checking in with the Metropolitans. I thought you made a, a pun there that you safety netted it. No, unfortunately, we did not. We also checked in for fifty-five points, so that's what we'll be. For fifty-five. That's points. what we'll be losing on this one. Well, um, they acquired them, then lost them, then acquired them again, um, and this would be in nineteen seventy-seven, the New York Nets, when they left to become the New Jersey Nets. Question number three, in Leviticus. In the 1996 inaugural Big 12 Conference Championship game, which saw number three Nebraska match up against unranked Texas, which third-string running back rushed for 130 yards and three touchdowns, leading his team to victory? We are checked in. Larry and Magic have checked in. Pedal to the metal. Tell me what you're thinking. So who won the game? I'm thinking the the whole reason he would bring it up is because if Nebraska was number three and Texas was unranked, then Texas won. Why bring bring that up? Can you think of any running backs from Texas from 1996? I guess that might have been Ricky Williams? No. 96? No. That's too early for him, right? Because he was drafted in 2002? He's on the Chris Farley plan. 
<laughs> a lot of people go to school for seven years. <laughs> yeah, they're called lawyers. They're called doctors. I'm sorry. That's right. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, it might be Ricky Williams. Ninety-six. He may have been a freshman that year. Well, that would have been. He was drafted in 99. So, so this 99. game would have taken place in December of 1996, right? Because it, it, it would have been December of 1996. No, December of 97. No, in the 1996 inaugural Big 12 Conference Championship game. Would have been December oh, December, of yeah, December 96. So, I, I'm, so I'm, 96 would have been his freshman, 97, 98, 99. 99. He did, he only he was year. only there. He didn't stay for his senior year, did he? Who? Ricky Williams. I don't know. Um, but then, but the year he was drafted by the Saints wasn't that two thousand two? No, ninety nine, ninety nine draft. Okay, well then, Ricky Williams, right. it could be him. Yeah, let's go. I don't. I got nothing. We're gonna check in with uh, Ricky Williams for one hundred points. Okay, checking in, Ricky Williams, Larry, and Magic. What did you say? I don't know if this is right, but I, I think I'm closer to the answer than they are. And, and if I get this one, it will be, I will be impressed with myself because um, I don't know where I would have pulled it from. I was thinking time frame. I was thinking someone that I know didn't really excel too much in college, but ended up doing a lot better in the NFL. Um, and then I took in to account the category name and we checked in for 55 points with Priest Holmes. Checking in with Priest Holmes. The word Leviticus means having to do with the priesthood. Priest Holmes is your answer for this one. I officially retire from the Ben Formas <laughs> Trivia Podcast. You've got two more questions to go, buddy. No, that Chris <laughs> is going to handle those. We won't win, but I'm very proud of myself for pulling that. After three questions, we have a score of pedal to the metal with 430. And Larry and Magic with 225, which is what everyone started half, um, what everyone started the fourth quarter with. Question number four in numbers. Which uniform number has thrown for the most passing yards in the NFL's history? Damn, that's a great question. Well, this is this is a this is a messy question. I don't like this question. I like it, but I hate it at the same time. Yeah, all right, we'll check in. Larry and Magic have checked in. Pedal to the metal. Talk it out. Screw it. Let's go 12 just to save a 12, whatever. It's going to be seven, I know, but whatever. We checked in with 12 for uh, 100 points. Checked in with 12 for 100 points. And Larry and Magic, what did you say? Well, being a Patriots fan, we also checked in with 12. You know, we could think of Brady and then was Bradshaw the other one who is in the top there he might not have been in the top um, but we checked in with 12 also for 55 points sorry both teams checking in with 12 for uh 54 their points and both teams will be getting their points yay all right i mean when you when you really it's not even close it's 12 leads seven by about two hundred thousand yards Damn. so um, it is seven number two Seven is number two, yes. Um, but when you think about you got Brady, you've got Aaron Rodgers, you've got Andrew Luck. Oh, oh yeah. You've got Bob Greasy, Terry Bradshaw, Roger Staubach, Jim Joe Kelly. Namath, Jim Kelly. 
Lynn Dickey. <laughs> well, that, that puts it over the top right there. <laughs> John Brody Croyle. John Brody Croyle. Wow, so Brody, okay, well, he He's had <laughs> negative yards. Joe Namath, Doug, Terry Bradshaw. What number Doug was Williams. Ramsey? Um, the uh, 12. Number 12 was um, was worn by the Super Bowl winning quarterback for nine straight years, beginning oh with Super Bowl six. What did yeah. you ask, uh, Chris? I said, what number was uh, Patrick Ramsey? What number was Patrick Ramsey? We should really eight. know that. Not 12. Eight. That's mm-hmm. I would say single digits. 11. 11. Mm-hmm. 11. It? Oh, I can see it. I think I feel Danica like I Patrick Ramsey, episode two? Two. Yep. It's 11. Are you, are you sure you're not seeing it backwards and it's actually 11? <laughs> it might be upside down, but not backwards. <laughs> okay. It's TT. Yes. By the way, and that, that brings us to uh, 11 was third. Oh. Oh. Mm. All right, finally, question number five in Deuteronomy. In the Super Bowl era, only two undrafted players have gone on to lead the league in rushing. The most recent was Arian Foster, who was the first. We're going to go ahead and check in. Larry and Magic have checked in, pedal to the metal for the last time, talk it out. Yeah, Deuteronomy is the one where you can't like mix fabrics. He's got a whole bunch of rules in there. You know, you uh, you're not allowed to eat shellfish. You know, um, okay. It has you know you're not supposed to lay with another man and that, that those weird. That kind of helps then. So here here's here's my thought is because when he said it was Arian Foster was the last one to do it, I'm pretty sure Priest Holmes went undrafted. And, you know, rules would be don't use the same answer in the same round. Right? I don't know. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just trying to work Did logic Priest around Holmes it. lead the league in rushing? Yes. What, like, really, like 2000, 2000, 2001. Sounds about right. I don't know. You know for sure he wasn't drafted? I'm pretty sure he was not because he, he started with uh, the Ravens and then when he went to Kansas City. Okay. Well, I, I, I say we go with Priest Holmes. Okay. All right. So we're checking in with Priest Holmes for 100 points. Checking in with Priest Holmes again for 100 points. Larry and Magic, what did you well, say? Not again, because they didn't check in with Priest Holmes the first time. <laughs> That's true. They didn't. Um, I wish I, we had checked in with Priest Holmes again, because now that makes a ton of sense. Um, it would have helped probably if I knew what Deuteronomy was. Thanks, Matt, for telling me. Appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, we really weren't sure. Uh, Chris came up with a name and we ran with it. So it's a guy that everybody liked. So we figured we, we ended on this note and we checked in with the Nigerian nightmare, Christian Okoye. I'm going to tell you right now, Deuteronomy does not mean yeah. rules. You, you, and you know, now that I think about it, Leviticus is what I was thinking of. Well, that means priest. <laughs> yeah. Leviticus <laughs> means priest. What Deuteronomy means is a second time the answer oh. is priest holmes <laughs> still got it right your logic helped me matt okay <laughs> <laughs> the game has come to an end and here are the final scores larry and magic finished with 225 and the clipboard captain receiving the taylor heineke award with a score of 630 pedal to the metal Woo-hoo. so anything you guys would like to say before we call it a night 
I just want to say, uh, you know, thank you guys for uh, letting me on and, you know, more so thanks for putting together this podcast. Like the amount of content that you guys put out a week, it's you know, almost three hours a week, not including the, uh, the other shows with the um, Naked Bootleg and the OT. You know, you guys have a really good product here and that's why, you know, I support it. I know I could listen to it for free, but, you know, I think that, you know, I, I'm happy to support anything that is well put together and well thought out. And I, I really enjoy listening to your guys' show every week. So thank you. And uh, thank you again for letting me come on. Oh, and thank you so much for supporting us. I mean, without, without you and, and others like you, we wouldn't be able to do this. So really, thank you. Yeah, uh, I'll just echo uh, everything that Chris said. Uh, thanks, Scott. No, um, I'm going to echo what Dan said there. Uh, Chris, thank you so much, you know, for your support. And, you know, you are very active on the bench. Uh, you know, you you submit questions. You've hosted a game. You've, you know, now been on this game. You finally lost to Eric, so join the club. I felt badly for him. <laughs> oh, <that> was, <laughs> he threw the game. Yep. All right. Rubber match. I'm hosting all female questions one-on-one. <laughs> -on -one. Um, no, but yeah, no, thank, you know, this is why we do it, you know, to get feedback like that and, and, you know, to ensure that people have something enjoyable to listen to. I certainly don't care about winning anymore. That one would be like episode four for me. So, uh, it, you know, it's just always a lot of fun. And that was a fun game. Uh, it was frustrating, which means it was fun. That personal fouls question is still bothering me. Uh, and I thought the, the jersey number question for passing yards was really innovative and really cool. And two Priest Holmes. So, uh, yeah, I'll take that. Uh, it was a good game. I want to apologize to all of my friends who credit me for saying that I know more about the Bible for confusing Deuteronomy with Leviticus. So I want to apologize for that. <laughs> it's um, rules. Technically, you didn't, Matt, because Deuteronomy, meaning the second time, was the second time the law was given. The first time was in Leviticus. Wow. Oh, rules. Okay, mm -hmm. so anyway, uh, sure. <laughs> And uh, Dan, for putting this together, this game together, uh, with only a couple of days' notice, this was awesome. I really did like this game. And uh, Scott, some advice to you, buddy. Here's the deal. Um, if you want to have a better winning percentage in these games, uh, team up with really, Eric. really bad and team up with somebody that's good. So then that's why I, I, don't, have a winning, I don't have a winning record, but my losing record isn't so bad. Because I'm always teamed up with the strongest person who's playing. Yeah, so. I wonder why that is, Matt. Yeah, because I'm bad. It's collusion. I never it's get collusion. teamed up with the winners. <laughs> Look at my games. Look at who I teamed with. Look at the top three most winningest bench warmers, and then look at the amount of times I've teamed with them to the amount of times that you've teamed with them. But I, I don't thought care. You just got done. You just got done a minute ago saying you didn't I, care. I'm saying no. I told you, I got a fuck out of it, so I'm happy. So you're the anti-LeBron James, Scott. I'm like the anti-everything. <laughs> the anti-super the anti team. Yeah, right, exactly, yeah. If you want to uh, tank, this is where you go. If you want that number one draft pick, <laughs> this is where you want to play. Chris, thanks for coming on. Uh, anytime we get people on here, anytime people submit questions to us to use in games, that's awesome. So really appreciate everything and your involvement in, the, uh, in our little wacky organization and group, so... So thank you. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Um, I'll don't want, won't waste time repeating everything everybody said. Ditto everything they said, and uh, I'm gonna go 
learn how to like black licorice now and just eat a lot of things that my my family won't eat and just broccoli and black licorice and just what Mike and Ike's just nasty stuff. So I could I can have frank you know things in my house for me. And now if I reference it in the outro, does that mean that we have to put it into the game? So uh, epic rant by Chris during the middle of the game. So thank you for that. Chris. Yeah, you don't have to include that. You might might alienate the entire Midwest. If you if you uh, if you don't want to keep it in your edit, Dan, go ahead and throw it over to me, and I'll put it into the end of the. Put episode. it at the end. All oh, that. Yeah. The TLDR version is that uh, Chris hates the Cubs, yeah. <laughs> and more so their fans. The, the the only thing longer than Chris's rant was Jimmy Doobie's piss in the league of their own. So. <laughs> All right, well, that will wrap it up. So thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. And um, T-Public. That's all I got. Matt and Matt. And I haven't yeah, I haven't mentioned meth in ages. Eric is fiending over there. I can see it. Listen, I've been scratching, I've been <laughs> your teeth look bad like usual. Listen, I, I figured, <laughs> hey, I'm married now, I don't need my teeth. <laughs> and the recording. <laughs> No, like if meth's too expensive, then just huff. <laughs> just gonna keep going. <laughs> you, can, you can huff paint. You can huff glue. Paint products. Glue. Um, no, 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 no. Save your money and and buy shirts and mugs and stickers. You, right now, your parents got some stuff in the garage you can huff. Go ahead. Kids, no, don't don't do that. Don't listen to anything Eric says. I'm a dad. He's he's not he's not out for your best interest. Okay, we're ending this now. Thank you. <laughs>